This is the Powerful Practitioner Podcast, and I'm your host, Paige Kane. Whether you're an intuitive coach, an energy healer, a psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Inside of this podcast, you'll attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and of course, massive soul growth. Yes, your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. My ears are already ringing. The downloads are already coming. We are in part two of our series on spiritual awakenings, on spiritual rememberings, on returning back to that space of our true self, our higher self, our core essence, that space, that confluence where all of those beautiful things come together and we step into remembering something about the past of who we are, who we are here to be, what our purpose is in this lifetime. <sighs> that is what we're doing. We're up to some big stuff. I feel like that was such a, a channeled message to begin the podcast with. I'm so excited to dive into this just because I love adding my flavor, my own tips, my own tricks. <laughs> how I've moved through big topics like this that we see kind of all over the internet. I don't know about you, but on TikTok, I have seen so many videos of signs that you're going through a spiritual awakening or what to do if you're moving through a spiritual spiritual awakening. So I want to provide you with my insight, my guidance from the perspective of someone who has been deep inside of this work as a shaman, as a vulva, as a psychic medium for over six years and who's experienced several, several awakenings along the way. I think it's really important. And I can't remember if I said this last time that you really take what serves you from these episodes and leave the rest, right? If you're like, "Mm, that just doesn't seem nourishing today. That doesn't feel supportive. That doesn't feel like that's it for me. It is totally okay to use your discernment and say like, Hey, I'm not going to like take that piece of advice, or I'm not going to take that home with me in my pocket. What's so beautiful during these awakening periods is that we are being initiated into new levels of energetic discernment. I think that's why we see so many people talk about like, what is awakening and what is being released because we are so encouraged during these times to like let go and reattune to who we truly are. So utilize your energetic sovereignty as you learn about topics like this. Today, we'll really be covering two big questions that I see around spiritual awakenings. One, how do I navigate like the challenges, the changes that come with waking up? or that come with this deep remembering, that come with this transition, this change? And then what are some practical steps? So the second question we're going to be answering is, what are some practical steps or practices I can take to enhance this experience? So how do I meet the challenges? How do I meet the changes? And then what are some steps to enhance this, to lean into it, to allow for that deepening so I can get this full, beautiful experience? 
And I wanted to kick things off with, with a story. I didn't anticipate sharing this story here, but when I was little, I used to make up words and games and like my own little language all of the time. And during one of my awakenings at shaman school, I think it was when I was at the shaman school I went to in Nashville called Pampa Messiok Shaman School. I will make sure it's linked in the show notes for everyone. When I was at my third weekend doing our third direction in shaman school, light language (laughs) awoken for me. Or I had this remembering of light language. And if you've never heard of light light language, I can't believe we really haven't had this conversation on the podcast yet. But <laughs> light language, I feel like, is definitely one of those big out there things in which I, I do and I really love and enjoy. I feel like the light language calibration or attunement is happening for a lot of people right now. I read once somewhere that the trendy thing people tapped into for a while was like mediumship and like deep, like trance channeling, like deep channeling was really coming online for people during a certain period of time, just because that was like the gift, the activation that so many of us needed. And now we're seeing light language, which I feel like is so beautiful and so powerful. How I always describe light language. Light language is like the universal language. It's a vibrational language. For me as a light language, I I both draw, write, and also speak light language. But light language varies depending on whom or what I am communicating with. It can just sound like silly words, made up words or tones. Everyone has like a different dialect when they speak light language. Their voices change. The cadence of which they like say things can also change. It is incredibly beautiful and healing because light language words have this vibration, this frequency that holds thousands of meanings. There's like this deep sea level depth to light language communication. Whereas a lot of the words in the English language and other language, you know, there's a few meanings and that's it. Light language really speaks to our souls. It speaks to the vibration. It speaks to frequency. And I love it because it can be interpreted differently and held and felt differently than... It's like just saying, oh, thank you. Oh, I love you, right? That there's a different resonance to it. And the speaker's intention can come across so clearly. Anyways, maybe this needs to be a full episode before I get super distracted on explaining light language. But I digress. I say all of this because one of my awakenings was, was light language being gifted back to me. And I was really able to tie it to, oh, as a child, I was already doing this. I was making up my own language. I was like having fun, playing with words and sounds and their resonance, their vibration. And this, the putting together of these two moments is what a spiritual awakening can feel like. That deep remembering that was, that stirred something inside me that had been there a memory had been there for over 20 years. I mean, I'm 33 now, quite a while, quite a while. I want to say I was around like under the age of 10 when I did this. So over 20 years. 
So when it comes to navigating challenges or changes that come that come with your spiritual awakening, I have two really big pieces of of guidance, of support. The first one, I love that I use the word support. The first one being have a support system. And your support system does not necessarily have to be a paid human, a coach, a psychic, a therapist, although all those things are wonderful. I want you to have a support system. So I want you to have people around you, people who can hold space with you, people who have perhaps navigated this before or can help to be your guides along the way. And sometimes when we have guides along the way, they aren't with they don't stick with us the whole time, right? Like maybe we have one guide for the first half of the journey and then someone else helps us bring it home. But I want you to consider having a guide, a support system. I want you to have someone you can get nitty gritty with. Yes, someone you can get like super honest with about what you're moving through. Someone who is going to hold space for you without judgment. I think of my beautiful friend, Melissa, shout out to her. I want to get her on the podcast, but I can tell her like anything and she holds zero judgment, which is impeccable space holding because sometimes what we are holding back holding back about talking about, holding back around, holding back communication around is what's holding us back. So who can you safely be open with? And this could be as simple as like a journal, as a great starting place. Like, hey, journal, I'm going to tell you what's holding me back. You're going to hold space for me. Maybe you write to your guides to start off with. I'm just going to also say it gets even more powerful when you have someone to hold that space along with you. And they're holding the space with you. They're not holding up your space, right? We're not like verbally dumping all this energy onto someone. They, they're just being a space holder, a place for you to process, to be a sounding board so that you can really see, hear, experience, know what you are moving through. The next big thing is I want you to be really gracious with yourself and allow yourself the time you need to rest. Yeah, of course I'm talking about rest. I feel like this is very me. Today I've had, this week I've had two really big like personal healing journeys, personal healing sessions in the last two days, like massive (laughs) healing work was done. And today I needed to like sleep. I seriously needed to sleep. So allow yourself the time to rest. There's this big misconception that we have to be moving and acting on the next thing. I don't know where that voice came from, but moving and acting on the next thing all of the time. Nature does not do that. She has cycles. She has seasons. She has moments moments of pause. She has moments of rest, of integration. And she does this and we do this even when the the rest feels like work. I'm going to say that again. We do this even when the rest feels like work because sometimes resting, integrating, processing is actually the hardest part because in the incubation process, we're not seeing anything happen. But guess what? Our bodies replace 
billions of cells daily. Yes, our bodies replace billions of cells daily. And are we watching our bodies do this? No, you are changing. You are moving through things, no matter if you see it in this tangible physical realm or not. I love the fact that every 80 to 100 days, we grow a brand new body. All of our cells turn over, right? And we don't see that process. It doesn't mean that things aren't changing. I wish. How cool. Like, does it happen in like a certain cycle? I want to know more about this. (laughs) But this is your like full permission slip to rest, to integrate and You don't have to tie integration and action together. In fact, so much healing work. When I sit in circle with my mentors, with these shamans who have been doing this work for decades upon decades, a lot of the times they say that we're not going to quite get everything that we're calibrating to the first time through. Like it's not going to stick in our heads right away. Sometimes it needs to like sink in and marinate. And at the right moment in time, you'll go, ah, aha, that's, that's why I learned that. That's why I paid attention to that. Oh, I completely get what that means. So allow for that process to happen as rest feels needed, as rest feels aligned for you. And you know, if you're rest- <laughs> for me, I really know I need rest. Ooh, let's try that again. For me, I know that I need rest when I am resisting it, when I'm like, starting to scroll on my phone or my mind starting to wander, I'm like, oh, Paige, it is time to rest and integrate. You just took a lot of stuff in that you want to zone out, right? So (laughs) recognize those spaces in which your body is already craving rest. Okay. I actually think that there's like a lot of goodness in this episode and I want to save the last question and I might add on a few questions and stories here for episode number three of this series or part three, I should say of this series on spiritual awakenings. So the next time that we gather back in this beautiful energetic circle, we'll talk about enhancements and and ways to nourish this experience, ways to also, I think, catalyze it slightly. Yes, I just told you to rest, but there's also ways in which you can really move through the portal. And we're going to talk about that. Ooh, I just saw 444. Yeah meant to be, meant to talk about it on the next episode. Also, if this is so deeply resonating with you and you're like, I need some tools. I need some tools to help me move through my spiritual awakening to activating my intuition, to connecting with my guides, to learning how to surrender. I am very soon opening up a course shop. Yes, you should be excited because I am. We're going to have courses on everything from Connecting with your intuition, intuition 101, with all these beautiful intuitive activations. So, how you can tap into other senses. We all have a spirit guides course, a course on surrender, so many things. It's coming soon for now. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for letting me be a guide in this space. Thank you for all your questions you've had on spiritual awakenings. If there are more, send me in a DM. <laughs> send me a DM, slide into my DMs on Instagram at it's page Kane. Every once in a while, the daddy Capricorn energy slips in here. So send me a DM, slide into my DMs on Instagram. I'd love to hear what questions you have about spiritual awakenings. As a reminder, if you feel so inclined to leave a rating, a review of the podcast, 
It is so incredibly helpful. It's part of the way in which we get the word out there. And you can always share an episode with a friend on your Instagram stories. And I just have so much gratitude for you being here, for you doing this big work, for you walking through big things. You should be extremely proud of yourself. You should enjoy a day to rest, to celebrate, to be in your bliss. Ooh, we should do, we should talk about follow your bliss days. I don't know if we've talked about that here yet either. Okay, before I get completely distracted, thank you, thank you, thank you. So much gratitude to you all. I'm wishing you so much magic until I see you inside of the next episode. Bye. Bye.